indecisive stare The time it takes to get from here to there My ribs that show through t-shirts and these shoes I got for free I'm unconsoled, I'm lonely I am so much better than I used to be Well, you know, uh, this is Through the Island Podcast, episode 32, 32 thoughts, the, the, the 32 pods of the podcast. And, uh, you know, it's been two weeks since the last episode. Uh, and, you know, a lot of Island, that was because a lot of Islanders were unfit to play, but also because one, one co-host was unfit to pod. Uh, corporate Mike with his, his, uh, crypt, uh, cryptocurrency, uh, band, uh, is, is too, is too busy to, to pod yet. Thankfully we have a run in very, very reliable. You know, a lot of people actually are talking, I think you got to give this guy more minutes and it's like, look, you know, it's, we have some contra- contracts and some egos to balance in the locker room, but, uh, well, Ryan Doyle. From filthy <laughs> casuals, we don't curse on the pod. I'm sorry. Um, it's a not blue pod. It's a not blue. This is a. This is a. We actually were, were bought by Disney, um, wow. so the, no more uh, cursing here. But Ryan, you can give give a little spiel of yourself. Well, thank you, Des. Thank you for having me on. Uh, resident carpet bagger of Through the Island Podcast. It's a pleasure to be here on our very pleasant uh, opening night win of 2021. Yeah, it's so, good. Yeah, it, I, I mean that was that was the longest preseason I've I've ever watched. But uh, you know, I think the Islanders. It's one and zero, and it's off to a good start. Um, but. Uh, but, How about that four point uh winning streak are on, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, the, the Islanders are uh, you know, honestly probably one of the hottest teams in the league right now after the win tonight, you know. Um undefeated in regulation, uh in four games. I mean, it's uh it, it just proves that that the NHL knew what they were doing when they kept making the Islanders play sick. Um you know, it was it was definitely an inside job. They saw that the Islanders were getting too powerful, and it's very clear. It's very clear. Uh, you know what uh, what what politics, as as we say in the biz, are uh, are going on against the Islanders. But uh, that's right. You want a new building? You're going to play sick in it. Damn it! Should we talk about that conspiracy theory? That was a big uh, dummy dummy. Uh, Dummy Brooks from the post was saying, "Ah, oh, you're fans of ridiculous thinking it's a conspiracy theory." But you know what? I mean, and and also stealing stealing uh, an FFC gimmick here. Uh, I I'm uh, opening a drink on the pod. I've got a Lagunitas Mac- Maximus Colossal IPA. It's the it's the top shelf of the 250 tier of cans uh, at nice. uh, at the at always sunny deli in sunny side. Um, so, I mean, that kind of, we, we can talk about that conspiracy theory. Cause like I said, that, that does tie in and, uh, 
does tie into where we where we left off. And uh, while I just want to do a plug at the top of the pod here because uh, I I uh, I feel like I might get a little cross faded as the podcast goes on. So I just want to mention uh, my band. This we're recording this. Tuesday night. It's going to come out Wednesday. My band is playing this Sunday. Uh, my band Career Day is playing in Bushwick at Gold Sounds. It is a benefit show. Uh, we are doing legal fee fundraising for this uh, Philippine activist, uh, Roman Salenio, uh, who was uh, arrest, falsely arrested and has been detained on the trumped up uh, drug charges in the, the drug war over there. So uh, if you can make it to Gold Sounds this Sunday, uh, career day show benefit show uh, it'll be a grand uh, grand time good cause so come through and with the serious uh, stuff out of uh, out of the way uh, now let, let me let's let's get into uh, let's get into uh, the politics that have gone on we're talking that, that's political and this is put political um, and uh so we last recorded before the Ranger game that shouldn't have happened and the Penguins game that shouldn't have happened. Uh, we've honestly recorded that because we thought there was those, those games weren't going to happen, uh, but they, they did. And uh, we can just pretty, you know, literally the five out of six uh, Bridgeport defensemen in the, in the, uh, in the Ranger game. And, uh, and, uh, I didn't see the Penguins game. Did you see it? Uh, it seems like nobody aside from Ilya Sorokin wearing an Islander Jersey was, was, you know, present for that. No. Um, sadly to say, this is probably the biggest break from Islanders viewing I've taken since the, uh, the Scott Gorton era, you know, your homeboy, you were banned, you were banned from, from Isles Twitter because of, uh, Scott Gordon shit post. Well, yeah, I mean the 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 you know I've been I've been screaming free speech ever since that day, and 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 you know where first they came, like like you know this first they came for the guy that may or may not have tweeted die at the New York Islanders account because they kept tweeting about team store appearances in the middle of the seventeen game winless streak, and I said nothing, and look what's happened since then. 10 years. It's been about, it's been 10 years since that. No, it's been, has it been, uh, yeah, it's been, I think, 11 years since that streak. 10 or 11 years, right? I don't even want to think about 2011 Isles Twitter. That must have been a fun, wild well, place. It was until, until, you know, they came for me, like I said. But uh, yeah, so that has, this has to be uh, our longest losing streak since, since then. It was 20, right? It was, it, it, it was. And, uh, and that's why I'm glad they, they, they won tonight, but it's, it's one of those things, I guess we can, we can get into this a bit. Uh, I mean, honestly, there's, they, they've shown signs of life, but you fucking lose that many games at this, like, and, 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 and you that early in the season, uh, it is, it's, it feels like you're closer to doing an autopsy than you are doing a diagnosis. And, uh, and uh, it's just frustrating. It's frustrating. Uh, it's, it's been frustrating watching it. Um, 
just trying to think about like you because you're just seeing everybody the the talk about like the negativity of Isles Twitter. This is this it hasn't felt this negative, I think, since then. Fire trots, baby. No, oh, I'm not even I'm not even gonna get into into some of the madness about that, where it's like some of that seems like clout chasey shit just being posted by like blogger level um uh Isles Media, like their Twitter accounts, basically more than anything. The Zoomer Boys, like it just feels like they are. Um, it just feels like they're they're creating. They maybe saw one tweet and then like made made it a whole thing. Oh yeah, and but then the thing is, there are a lot of dumbass fans. On uh, like you do see some fans that 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 talk that shit, and it's like. It's just been it's been frustrating to watch to see the infighting in the in the fan base, but it makes I mean that's what fucking happens with this, and it's just the uh, the the zen of the last three years really really is worn worn thin pretty quick, or you know it feels like I'd like to think there's enough rationality, but just from an emotional standpoint, it's been super fucking aggravating. It's been super fucking aggravating just seeing like. I don't know. I, it, it's hard to say it's never one thing in a sport, like in, in most sports, but especially hockey, it's never one thing. It's a series of things, a series of factors, not just players, but, but management. And uh, it just feels like it's, it's, it's still early to say what the thing is, but it, it's easy. It's, it's, it's been enough hockey to have some hypotheses as to what's gone on here. Well, I think it's not uh, unfair to criticize Trotz and some of his, you know, coaching styles. He loves playing the old guys, uh, whether or not that's for the benefit of the team. I think, you know, his ultimate goal is just to get the fucking pissed energy in players like Wally and Dobson just to have them scrap for it. But if they're not going to get the situations to play uh, enough time, and obviously Wally in, in the past week or so has really stepped it up. Um, you know, it's not unfair to criticize him on that level, but I mean, to go to the fire trots, like, get the fuck out. Well, it's also you're gonna get who are you gonna get? You can get fucking Jeremy Colladin up here, so and and, and Thompson to coach the team, like, silly. Well, regarding trots on on that point and that specific player, there's an overlap in the conversation of what's gone on, what people are saying about trots now, what, what are people are saying about trots now about the playoffs. And there are some fans that like, realistically, if they don't win a, a, a cup in the trots era, there are fans that, that like, you're going to be in a bar and if like, uh, and for the next 20 fucking years, you're going to hear about how they didn't, because they didn't put Wallstrom in oh. game seven, you're going to hear that. And like, here's the thing. I, I, I love, I love Wallstrom. It's, <sighs> Yeah. Again, I feel like we've relitigated this. I like I've really relitigated it because it pisses me off how self-satisfied fans can be sometimes in like in it like in a very like Bernie would have won like a style, <laughs> you know, where like, look, I, I I like the thing that you're saying, but I'm I'm not going to like rest my energy around like assuming like assuming that definitely would have happened and being angry forever like it's it's not rational um 
the Islanders got blown the fuck out in game five. So I'm not surprised that like he was afraid of putting a rookie that hadn't played in a while. Oh yeah. That, that, that has Ankle been, gate. and, 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 and has, you know, gone missing at times, you know, um, fair. It's fair. like, but when it comes to this season, it's, it's, some of it's trots and some of it is some of it's trots. I, I think the bigger trots issue it is, I think he over panicked with the forwards early. Like I, I Bailey was, was slow, but he flipped Bailey and Palmieri, even though Palmieri had a first good couple gate, like that, that first line of Lee Barzell Palmieri, I thought looked good. And then he, swapped them and Palmieri never played as good as he did those first couple games and Bailey never got going really. And then got COVID. Um, You know, I I think he over panicked with the forwards. Um, But with the, the Lou part of this is the defense. It's like, um, I think, and we, 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 we referred to Zidane Ochara as plan Z before, but he, he literally was that, and I think a team that, that was as close as the Islanders felt last summer should never end up at a plan Z. Like I, I feel, I feel in retrospect, if Vince Dunn was really on the market with Seattle, why the fuck was there not, you know, movement, uh, movement made? Cause that could have been part of your, your deal. I know, I know nobody made a deal with Seattle and Seattle didn't accept any deals because Ron Francis did a horrible job at the expansion, but like in retrospect, no, maybe the Islanders should, that should have been a moment where Lou didn't care that the market was what it was like in, in retrospect with how close the Islanders were, it just feels like uh, it shouldn't have come to a plan Z and and I don't, I don't um, blame Trotz for, for shifting the D pieces around um, the way he did, because at that point, like, I don't, there wasn't a good, it was supposed to work the way that, that, that it was built and it, it didn't. And uh, I do, I do think Trotz should have been bringing up Ajo way more over the first three years. Right. Um, and if he didn't believe in Ajo, then we should have moved on because there should have been somebody, somebody trained to take over for Letty in that, in that time span. Yeah. I mean, I think you are a hypocrite. If you, I, a lot of fans are calling to move on from Nicoletti last year and that's fine. But like you said, if you don't have someone to replace him when you already have someone over 35 on the D line, getting a 44 year old probably isn't the answer. And uh, it was a nice thing to have to get Zidane Shara back. Cause we were able to close a chapter on a, like, you know, on an ugly period that, you know, not many were around for, but you if know. you did, if you didn't have Andy green, then maybe, but even then, you know, Andy green's been decent. He's been, he's been a, a competent third pair defenseman. That's that's all you can ask. Like he, I'm curious to see, like where the market was after all the the cap clearing space we made prior to it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I almost wish that that came first, just so I mean, you can't predict when these moves are going to happen. But I almost wish that that came first, just so we can have a little yeah 
I you know it's hard to say too because it's like we were put in a hard position when you when you trade away a first rounder, and it would have looked silly not to resign Palmieri, in my opinion. I think Palmieri is. I mean, that's a good place to kind of dive in a bit. Palmieri has been a huge disappointment. Like, he has, yeah, like he Especially for that price. He, but the thing is, he seemed to me like, and this that's part of why I don't understand why they haven't played Barzell with uh, Palmieri much because to me, he in my mind, seems like the guy that is both a trots, seems on paper like a trots style, a trots style player. Uh, and uh, and the guy that would mesh with, with Barzell. Like mm-hmm. they looked great. The, the few times they were together in the playoffs, they scored like, Every time they they accidentally had a shift together, they got a goal, and I I just feel like I don't know what the fuck I for the for the price that that Paul Mary is getting paid it's 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 a flip of like I don't know I, I go two ways with it where it's Paul Mary if you are supposed to be a scorer that's a legit top six winger mm-hmm. then you should just be able to always do it. Like, especially when you have a team like the Islanders that have two top six centers, you know? Uh, you think it's it, an effect of Trotz's, Trotz's, Trotz's coaching system? Uh, do you think that he's suppressed by the play or do you think that he's inhibited by that? Do you think that he... I, th- I think he's just system? playing... He looks... He looks... Uh, more ineffective, he or as ineffective uh, as Eberle mm-hmm. did look when Eberle was cold, and it was just like, did this guy have a, a single effect at all? Like, yeah, I well, he's he, he's a little bit more noticeable because he 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 gets in on the forecheck, but he never comes away with the puck. You know, like he never. He never wins the board battle. He gets into the battle, but he never wins it. Like he's engaging, but he's just never getting it done. And I can't, and he, and he's one of the guys that never got sick, you know? Mm-hmm. So he's, or hurt. He's been here the whole time. And that's what we're really tired of. We're tired of the, the hot and cold players. And uh, we, I guess we expected a little more from Paul Mary in terms of that. Like, it's just like, we should have just hung on to Eberle in that aspect. I mean, I, um, I, I was, I was, uh, I was fine with losing because to me, like Everly and Letty were guys that, in my mind, if you if you lost them, got their money off the books, but you kept Paul Mary, who seemed like a stylistic fit, and you found, you know, you re- and you replaced Letty with a defenseman like a like an Alex Martinez uh, that like fits the system, and. Um, but is a vet too and can like play, play Letty's uh, spot, serve his role, but be better defensively and just have like more command. It just, it seemed like that was, that was all they needed. And it's so frustrating that it feels like those pieces were there. One of the moves we made didn't work out. And one, the other one, we didn't get to make at all or wasn't made. And uh, it just feels like those moves and, and then the dysfunction of 
the piece is not quite clicking. Uh, the the once you moved it around, whereas like in in the past past Islander seasons, they they were able to move move you know lines around and spark things. Yeah, that's that's the thing, right? It's we saw these established lines flourish in the playoffs, so I think that was just. Um, you know, I have to do something in this situation. We don't have uh, many young stars to call up in the system. So it's not something like that. Um, <clears throat> so that's the thing. It's just like why we, we understand that, you know, the third line should be Pajot. Uh, uh, Palmieri was on the third in the playoffs and Wallstrom. That, yeah. that, that was good, you know, and it's really hard to say. This team is going to live and die by the dub. You know, we benefited from the inverse of the last two seasons where we had 10 game plus winning streaks. So that's, that's what's missing from this current season is that we don't, you know, we don't have the, the Pulp Fiction adrenaline shot to the heart. <laughs> you know, we don't have, that that's what and i said it on the last time i was here too it's just like this team just needs to get in the playoffs by hook or crook once they're in they're gonna they're gonna get the machine rolling it's just you know let's not forget before the lot uh before the um you know before the season ended two years ago we were doing shitty last year before the end of the season we were doing shitty until we picked it back up it's going to yeah. happen. You know, there's two ways to look at this. You the know, kid, you yeah. want to look at the Blues in 2018. They were the worst team in hockey and they were able to figure shit out and won the cup. I'm not saying that's going to happen to us. Yeah. So want, let's, let's please not be the worst team in, in hockey at the break. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we can get into that maybe in the looking ahead portion uh, and the speculation portion. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. I mean, I think it's, it's worth thinking about just watching the way that the team has played players that, that uh, we've been a little down. I think they're look, they, they legit have got, you know, getting 80% of a um, NHL lineup compared to 50% of an NHL lineup. They now haven't lost a regulation. I, I like that's a joke, but it's also reality. You know, it, it is, they are they're they're starting to find their game. I, I I was super pissed after the Blackhawks game because I was like, you know what? That was that was an engaged game, the, the strong comeback. Um, but you know, some of some of that's maybe like the guys that that had COVID are now finally starting to actually start to get their legs under them again. Um, you know, I, they've only been out of the pause for. A week today today's been a week so um you know i i think it it, it would be wise for us to point out some of the positives i, I think a, a pretty pretty obvious one is is uh um the large son noah dobson absolutely he he's really i i've you know uh i've been big on him honestly more out of just like hype and hope, like, mm-hmm. you know, based off of what 
hope based off of the, the, the type of player he's been in every step of hockey he's had before the NHL and, 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 and where he, if that, if he were to pan out, if, if he were to even come close to that, what that means for the Islanders is that like having like a decade of a right-handed defenseman, like, like Noah Dobson is, I can't, I can't state enough how, how like crucial uh, that is for a franchise. And, um, and that's a move that worked out for Lou where we, we got rid of Taze, but we had this kid Dobson. So that was something that we were prepared for. And I think that, you know, which is all the more reason why the um, on the flip side, a guy that I think has, you know, except when he's gotten points has looked bad. Sebastian Ajo looks like a guy that has not, was not groomed for this spot. He's, he just happens to be there where he should have been groomed to take over um, for Letty. Because like, like you said, Taves, that sucked. And that's super frustrating. The fact that this team went from a left side of Pelic Letty, Pelic Taves Letty to uh, Pelic Chara Green sucks. Not pretty. Uh, or, 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 or Pelic. Uh, well, you know, no, uh, Aho plays the offside, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, Dobson, Dobson has uh, started to finally, you know, find his game. And, and like, I, I think I mentioned before, like it's for everything that we've stated about how much trust doesn't, you know, uh, trust youth. I think it says a lot that Noah Dobson played like as much like, last season he was a regular defenseman last season for the islanders you know like and that they didn't loot and feel the need to trade to get to bring in some mm-hmm. right-handed vet um you know i i think um he it's it's a it's a silver lining that he you know all these injuries and 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 illnesses He's like Trotz has had to just trust him and he's had to just have to cope, you know, like that it's, it's, it's a, you know, especially, especially when Andy green, although I think there, there, there I think there might've only been a couple of games where green uh, it, it was Dobson without green, but uh, you know, he, his, his command with the puck has just been, um, great. His reads, his breakups have like his, his, uh, his breakups have been great. His physical play. He, he tossed, he tossed uh Stutzel to like, to, he, <laughs> you know, the he, large son toss. The, the large son, although, you know, the large son giveth the, you know, the, the, the dangles that he had against uh, that, that, that walking the blue line that he did against the Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. And then the the stutter step all the way like that was just gorgeous. He made a couple great defensive stops, and then to get the goal, like the the the, the tying goal, was so great. Yeah, those types of plays, that's what we were missing, man. We were missing that definitive moment in games where we were able to come back. You know, it was just or just have fun, dude. Like as a like yeah. that was the first time I like emoted to an Islander goal in like two weeks was, was that game tying goal. But like Dobson has done everything. Like it feels like that third period 
of the Blackhawks game because because um, I said on the last episode that that first game at UBS against the Flames, he was awesome. You know, he was, uh, and he he had a similar like great dangle in that game as well. And it was, uh, it just feels like in this moment he's he's risen, um, and uh, you know, the large son gave it. Large son, large son did take it away a little bit because his large feet got in the got in the way and deflected that that uh, puck behind Sorokin tonight. So, but you know, I'll take that small bad for the the large good from the large son. Yeah, it's good. You want to see moments like that. You want to see um, progression from well, the young guys. Who's, that's, who's, that's the thing too. You yeah. know, it's like Kiefer Bellows. He doesn't so, get opportunities. So, so where are you on him, though? You know, like, 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 as compared to that's kind of, I, that, that's kind so of when's, how when's the what's the let like besides Wally, like who's the last like homegrown guy to? I think, I think we're having a circular, up. like, we're having like a, a circular convo here. I, I think the, the last winger, <laughs> I mean, okay, I mean, uh, Beauvillier. Yeah. Okay. So, He's well, he's so well think, behind. He's, he's so he's far well. behind. Yeah. And he's, he's in so far behind. Bovillier only had one. I think he got drafted, had one year in juniors and then was right up with that team in 1617. Mm-hmm. Like Bovillier made the jump way early and became a, like was a steady, at least 15 I think goal guy, maybe he had like un- a little under 15 that rookie year, but he was in, like he was in the lineup, like legit. And Bellows hasn't stuck. And, and with Bellows, it's frustrating in a way. I'm glad that he's playing because they, they, as an asset and as a talent, they need to like find out, they need to get more out of him period. Cause he's trending like a KHL guy. Yeah, and I love the fourth line, but we need to start preparing for life after that. And we need to start preparing for, you know, if Kiefer Bellows can, I'm not saying he's going to be in the fourth line, or he's going to match the physical prowess that is given by the identity line. But, you know, we need to start planning ahead here. Uh, well, yeah. Well, I, I, th- I, I think I think his ceiling is Anthony Bolivier. I, I can't see it past that. But also we're treading into the area of like, He's not going to have like much value if we want to trade for him. You know what I mean? As compared to. Well, yeah, he, it's at a point where not, he's now a, a greater asset where he stands now. He's greater asset being on the team, just playing mm-hmm. compared to anybody else. Cause you won't. And, and to the Islanders, cause they, they won't, he has no, because his value is so low around the league, you know? Um, I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't know what to, to, uh, to make of him. I, I feel it's funny you bring up Beauvillier. Like we're jumping around a bit. I is who else has caught your eye as like one of the, the good, if the Islanders follow this player, you know, we might be able to get back into a wild card hunt. Uh, from around the league. No, no, no. But within the team. Oh, I give why is Robin Sala sitting in the press box tonight? Interesting. So you know, so, so you were you were you were that high on his play. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think that he's 
he's he was doing great in Bridgeport. I think that, you know, these are the this is the time to start taking chances on those types of guys, you know. Again, preparing for life without your 36-year-old and 44-year-old defenseman. I yeah. think that, you know, <clears throat> this isn't like we were on a 10-game winning streak and, you know, someone got hurt, so we he's just or he's like on the taxi squad, you know. Start start looking to see what you have yeah. in the farm system. I yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. So Salo, I, I haven't gotten to watch too closely. I think I missed a couple. I saw his first game. He looked great against Calgary. Um in general, I thought like, you know, he looked steady. And I, I know he got beat sometimes. I I know Trotz wasn't crazy about some of his, I think, net front play, but like that's part of like playing like I, it, he, he he needs to gain the experience to your point but um yeah I, I i just feel i'm trying to think of other guys that have i mean let's just we, we spoke about wally a bit and and his goal tonight the fact that it was on a backhand was nice the the power play it's i'm, I'm glad they finally went they finally went with the unit i suggested Finally went with it and it's looked good. They didn't score tonight, but it's looked good. And like Wallstrom is just uh, ripping him. His accuracy, it, it's it's going to take him some time to, to figure out the, 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 the wall E spot um, as, as I like to call it. But uh, he, to me, I think um, you know, he, he's looked uh, great. And I think, I think the power play, um, him getting that spot on that power play unit, I think has been, has been great. Um, I think Mike said it on Twitter that, you know, Isles fans want to move heaven and earth to get a sniper when we had one this entire time. And might've been me. Might've been you. I don't, you know, whoever I think it was me actually. Uh, the dueling souls of the, through the Island podcast Twitter handle is. Well, it's clear. Um, it, it's clear who, who you know, it's well, the host, the host is the primary poster. Um, but regardless, uh, that yeah. is a very great sentiment to the conversation that we were having now. You know, you might as well. Like, yeah. There. And especially that's why uh, yeah. the defense for him is so great, too. You know, that's why we always get pissed when we always make fun that. Make, make fun of the fact that Trotz hates Wally. I think, yeah, no, you know, and I think, I think it's a bit of a, you're seeing maybe what would have happened if Trotz was coaching a rookie Matt Barzell. Like if everything was, you know, or if Barzell hadn't come up in that last of Aras year, he came up right. in the, in like, I think you're seeing a little bit of, of that type of dynamic play out, which is that like, uh, Trotz knows what's there. I think overplays how he tries to discipline that, but uh, I think he is smart enough to know that this is a guy that you know is a pretty key, especially after this season. After seeing, oh shit, Palmieri looks like shit. I'm sure he's you know trust the guy to turn it around, but it's not it's not fitting like the glove I thought it was going to be. And oh, Bailey is now looking, you know, older even. Um, that's the, yeah, that's the other point of the conversation that we have to make is that, you know, it's not 2000, 
13 anymore. And I think the necessity to win with the group we have now, like you said, you know, we will be fucking speaking about game seven last year for the rest of our lives in our shitty Irish taverns. Oh my goodness. Roll old on this Island. Um, miserable yeah you know we don't want to we don't want to commit to another rebuild i'm not saying that's going to happen by the way but you know uh, no I, I was referring to the rest of our our the like our lives mm-hmm. oh god yeah well we there's a there's a specific trauma that comes with the islanders um you know losing and the, the country period because of the the shift towards the you know Ethno Nash situation. Oh. <laughs> the Ethno Smashville situation. Oh my <laughs> Yeah. Now I so now you call that yeah, a reference. You know, we want we uh you call that a reference. This is a reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing too, man. Like as shitty as the last four years have been, we the like the last bastion of aligning aligning with some of my uh some of my friends. You know, we we can all put everything aside and watch the Islanders. So, you know, it's like yeah. if we don't have that, then we 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 fully decommitted uh, ourselves. Yeah, I, I well, that whole you know commit to net or it's it's this era that needs to win. Uh, it oh, makes God, dude people. Are, I'm just telling you right now that that's going to be a, a mantra for a couple seasons to come. Is the next it, and. We are going to feel the need uh, being led, you know, the, the bleeding heart Islander fans that we are to keep Clutterbuck, to keep Martin, to keep these type of players. It's like, no, we got to win with them. Like, we can't let them go. Like, you know, when it's just maybe we should. Well, you know what? So th- that that sparked an idea in my head. Uh, I'm going to try to remember it for like five, ten minutes from now. Just uh before we before we get to that, um, oh man, I'm pretty stoned. Oh, sorry, I forgot what else. <laughs> uh, okay, wait. Um, before before I get to that, I I just put like as we are analyzing the you know the team, it feels like it, I'd be remiss to uh, not bring up Ilya Sorokin, who mm-hmm. if he doesn't make that insane fucking save uh on that two on one in that first period against the senators where they only got three shots on the islanders only got three shots on goal that two on one save that he made full split um perfect pass through pelic so it was you if it beats adam pelic that's that's the you got to pass through kenny onsen type of you know thing oh, yeah you, like you 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 really earned it right to the tape immediate one timer and, and Ilya made that save. And it's just like this guy, you know, you take, you take what Wallstrom producing um, and what that proves and what that means for him, Dobson, him producing, uh, being reliable in, in, in his own end, uh, what that means for him, Ilya Sorokin. And like what this means for the Islanders, you know, about windows, Ilya Sorokin, um, and, you know, I'll be honest, it hasn't been all great. Like I, I thought he got no goal support for most of this fucking season, but. Uh, it's funny how we haven't even mentioned him once this podcast, because I'm not worried about him, honestly. 
If, it, if, you're, if you're putting the fault on Sorokin, the they would be rele- they'd be relegation level. If yeah. it, it'd be relegation conversation, if not for Ilya Sorokin. Like, who, who's a classic? Like if Varley was in the number, like you know, just thinking back to like, you know, we would have we would have died by Varley if we got him in like 2015. I'm trying to think of like who who the, uh, the the fitting backup would be on the team, just to get the automatic L in every other game. Oh, oh, I, I mean, I mean, Corey Schneider, uh, the fact that, that, that Barry, like when, when the Islanders were, cause I, I think, I think for one of the, I, I think for like the lightning blowout game, I might be mistaken. Did Sorokin come do mop up duty? No, he did. Yeah, he did. I, I'm, I'm conflicted. There, there was some game. Let up, let up. What? Wait, wait, sorry, continue. There was some game last year where fucking maybe it wasn't the playoffs, but there was some game where like Sorokin, one of the go, one one of the actual NHL quality goalies was out or something, and uh, and uh, they just panned to Corey Schneider on the bench. Maybe it was one of the games the Islanders got blown out in in before Varlamov got um, activated. But it, it like it just was very clear. Like, like we ain't going to you, dude. So keep looking at the camera. And the like, like the camera would pan. It was just this awkward. And like the like because they would have to talk about like, yeah, it's kind of fucked up, right? <laughs> but but no, Sorokin's been so like him finding his game, and he hasn't been like the thing I was getting at. He's been great for much of the season. There have been some games that have been a little bit off. Uh, like I thought the, the Red Wings game, he could have, there are a couple of those he could have, he could have had back. Um, but you know, he, he is playing behind a team that has not found itself all season. That's a tall task. Mm-hmm. And, and I just think, and it, like, again, and, and this is a goalie that did not get any AHL seasoning at all last year what you saw is what you got and he won a fucking playoff round for you you know yeah. like like it's not going to be up to him uh in terms of team building and success like hey i'm here you guys do the job in front of me i'll, I'll get done when i need to get done and yeah you know it hasn't been uh by the way sorry not to cut everything off the way you're holding your mic and the little like red top on it looks like the Niles uh, mascot. Oh man. <laughs> Niles. The infamous mascot. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That's the foghorn. Remember the, the, the foghorn? God. Yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. I miss it. Yo, if they have a fisherman, if real talk, if they, if they had a fucking fisherman night, how much would you drop? On a jersey, it, yeah. Well, I dropped on a uh, uh, when everybody was hating on the on the thirds, and I did too. And then I saw the thirds in person. I was like, I'm getting a jersey, and I got myself a nice uh, investment in a Walsham third. Which I don't. Are those coming? We're good. I see new. Uh, I see the the monstrosity that jersey came out with, but I can't really talk shit. It just reminds me of the Mets Islander jersey from a couple of years ago. It makes sense in theory. It's the old Newark Bulldogs jersey, but I, I, the jersey script on it. Just put new. Just put new jersey. Yeah. But, and uh, he, we're yeah. getting. Are we getting a new third? 
I don't know. I, I don't know. But uh, I, I think I, you know, because, you know, we, we all fucking assumed this was going to be a good year. Turns out it fucking sucks. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I thought like, oh, they'll have a good year. They have the arena. They'll be willing to do a fisherman night. I think that's only going to happen if we win the cup. And then it's just like forcing a loose hand. It's like, okay, we, we could put all this behind us. Let's embrace. You think it'll take a cup. You think, you think they won't do it before a cup. Oh my God. They're not going to do it before a cup. That's brutal. Man. You grow a goddamn five o'clock shadow on this team. You're going to expect a a Jersey that all the people over 40 hate. That's a pet. That's a paddling. Wearing a fisherman Jersey. That's paddling. I, I think, you know, but Sorokin, Sorokin's been good, man. And it's it's just, uh, you know, the the bright sides out of what. And again, oh, wow, your camera fell. Wow. Maybe this will be the clip. Wow. This is crazy energy here. Whoa, man. Wow. There we go. Nice. A little butchy moment there. Nice. Oh, Butchie. Yeah. Butchie made his way onto the IR. Okay. So, so do you think Butch fucked up his shoulder drinking, uh, getting dragged by his big, big, like doofy goldens or both? Both. (laughs) He definitely was exactly what happened. (laughs) My man was walking around Woodbury with his fucking, I just, I wonder retrievers. I, he has, have you seen his goldens? Oh yeah, dude. Those yeah, got some beautiful beasts. They they, they just they, they match him perfectly. They, there's something about them. There's this like they they just look like a, a trio. They look like a himbo trio, you know, or or a wrestling reference. That's Billy Gunn walking out with the gun the gun club. But he strikes me as the type of guy to like end his day on a nice three glasses of Chianti, and you know I'm gonna take the dogs for a walk. And I you know I think he he got to, definitely he was too loose. He was too loose. He had too much bone juice. <laughs> but yeah, he he definitely. But yeah, um, I don't know. I I, I think it's uh, it it's closer to be like I said. It's closer to being. I look they they by I I the level of trust I've built with this team that by virtue of them beating they're breaking this this fucking eleven game winless streak or ten game winless streak. Uh, by beating the worst team in the league, I built enough trust in them to be like, you know what? I like. I looked at. I looked at the rest of the, like, oh god, the, I... <laughs> the games the rest of the month, and I was like, yeah, I could see them if they really went off, like really went off, mm-hmm. you know, like talking myself into them winning, like one, two, three, four, five, like winning, like. Uh, 10, like 10 out of 11, like eight out of 11, 10 out of 11, just because like, whatever, I, like at this point, they've, they've actually somehow built that trust into me and belief, but um, maybe, like I said, we're spoiled from 15 game win streaks, man, you know, but it's better to get this out of the way now than I suppose down the road, you know, like, like the Rangers won the entire month of November pretty much, but they're not going to, they're not going to replicate that. Especially the, with with Shesterkin out now, the um, so you know, let that happen. Let it, you know, 
they reach rock bottom. So now they know that they never want to get back there. Maybe this is the thing that had to happen in order to move forward with this team uh, in this brave new world that exists for them in a post back-to-back Eastern Conference final. We need to experience the pain. You know, what, what, what I'll say about that is, is um, I, I'm, it could be that, but I, I think it, if it, it could be a net positive, I think for the organization or for, for the players that will be the ones that raise the cup that could raise the cup from this roster mm-hmm. having the season, because like I said, Dobson having to be trusted more Sorokin having to be trusted more Wallstrom having to be trusted more, uh, I think is, is huge. I mean, the fact that fucking Robin Salo was the time on ice leader for some of his games is crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely nuts. Um, and I don't know. I, I, uh, I, I just think it's, I gotta say though, it's, it feels like, so we are recording, we're hoping to record in next week sometime, probably after the Boston game uh, on the 16th. So the next four games, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to do a little mix of what we usually do on the pod and also do some long-term booking. Um, so the Islanders are playing Smashville. Uh, okay. we'll call, as we call a callback. Uh, the Devils. Mm-hmm. Uh the Red Wings and the Bruins uh, in the next uh, the next four games. What point amount do you need to have the Islanders hit for to keep you believing in this being worthwhile at all? I need a definite win from the Red Wings because. Listen, I know they're the kind of they remind me of like, you know, like Islanders teams in the past where they were just completely dog shit the last couple of years, but they're starting to like click and like, you know, be the surprise team. I have a, I have a specific team there they remind me of that you you talking about that, maybe uh okay, let's say the team. Think think for a second about do you have a team in mind that, that you would say and then we'll do three, two, one and we'll try to do it. Like what you hear of the Islanders? Or yeah. Like a- yeah. Is there a specific team? Because I have a specific team. Yeah, I do too. Okay. Three, two, one. 2012, 2013. Yeah. Okay. Is that the Halak era? No, it's before it. But right right before it, right? That that's yeah. the no, that, 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 that makes that was coming off the 20 game losing season where we were the best team in the league in the second half. Which again is just no, trauma. Like if you're missing. Islanders trauma is you thinking that was the next season and blocking out that there was a whole season between those seasons. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's Islanders trauma. Cause the, the, the Islanders team I'm, I'm talking about that the Red Wings remind me of is that lockout short in 2013 season. Ah. The first Tavares playoff team mm-hmm. with that series against the Penguins. No, that's definitely it. Yep. Against the Penguins in the first. There's round. just something about it. Like, like they're, they're getting just, well-rounded good play from young guys that you've heard about for a while, but like mm-hmm. you, you never paid attention to them because they lose all the time. So I'm not, I don't care unless the Islanders is playing them. I'm not going to check out this team. Yeah. You know, and they, they had some moves with, with, with Eisenman where, you know, he took Mo Sider in sixth 
and all the Red Fangs fans are like, what the fuck? But now he looks like fucking money. So okay, right right-handed defenseman that can play both ends of the ice. I'm telling you that that that's he's gonna be a fucking stud, dude. I'm so jealous. That's that's what I'm talking about, though. And and um I, I think we see yeah, yeah, so 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 you, so yeah, you say, that's a, that's a, that's a straight past the conversation. I yeah. need I need a three out of one here. So it's a six, so six points. Yeah, we need to start like. Yeah, honestly, no slow down because after that you have the Golden Knights, you have the Canadians, and then you have the Capitals. If, you, if it, it feels like, and honestly, it's like a bit. It's a it's a it's a bit of a revenge tour within this season of like yeah. Nashville. You had you you were beating them. You lost in 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 overtime, mm-hmm. in, in shootout, Jersey. Your losing streak really got off the rails, starting with that loss in Jersey where fans were there. The Islanders looked great in the first 10 minutes and they give up a shorthanded goal and then forget how to play hockey for three weeks. It was all about that wild game, wasn't it, man? Because we played the Jets the night before. Killed them. And yeah, we were looking good. We were firing on all cylinders. And then that wild game, I think we were up two nothing and gave up like five in the one in the second it, it, it they, they lost three two. They, they were yeah. up. They were up two one in 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 the third period and lost three two. Yeah, and then we just shit the bed after it. So you know, get, getting revenge on on uh, the predators, getting revenge on the devil. The devils was where it felt like, oh wait, no, there's a problem now. You know, like that's where, or it's like, oh, I'm starting to not yeah. like things. Uh, and and Detroit, the recent revenge, um, and then. Playing uh, the Bruins, which is another a similar team, obviously not struggling as much as the Islanders, but like, oh shit, you are not ne- near the level of hockey you need to play. I yeah, think we, it's important that, uh, you know, if we do come into that game, we can afford the loss against the Bruins because I don't fear the Bruins like I once did two seasons ago. Um. You know, it was just like an automatic L, it seemed, every time we faced them. But now it's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, if, if there's a game that we have to lose in, in that series of four, I suppose it's that one. But, yeah, no, I, I, like, I, would, I would like to see a good six points after the next four games. Yeah. And, and, and um, I mean, oh, man, it's, 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 it's so frustrating it's so frustrating. I mean, we've covered the, 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 the layers of frustration here. Um, but it is, fuck. I still, I still, but like, I'm looking at the schedule. Okay. You know, I mean, I guess we'll go beyond just in case Mike, you know, um, takes his ball and goes home again. Uh, and, and this episode, this next episode takes longer to happen. So the rest of, 2021. So, like we said, Nashville, Jersey, Detroit, Boston, Vegas, Montreal, Washington, Buffalo, Detroit, Buffalo. Not that bad. It's not that bad of a schedule, which is why I'm I'm kind of feeling like you can go. Uh, like I said, that's so. That is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's ten. I think you could easily win. Uh, the only games, 
you could easily win seven out of those 10. Like, yeah. you know, fine. Grant, Grant Boston, Grant Vegas, and Grant um, uh, Washington. If, if you want to just out of the, uh, these are teams that have been good for a long time and are doing better than the Islanders have this season. Like right. all those other things are teams that are doing better than the Islanders this season, or maybe some of them aren't like Buffalo and Montreal might be below the Islanders, which is all the more reason of like, those are, those are teams that I think are more out of sorts than the Islanders uh, perennially that like beat them. And, and if, so if the Islanders are to get six out of eight, I guess this is where looking forward uh, place to end it. Fantasy booking now, another rest, another wrestling reference. Um, who in the, what are, what are, let's say, uh, you know, a couple things that, that, that you think we can go back and forth. We, we can go a boo. Yeah. Spot. If you want, um, to, for the Islanders to get six out of eight, what are some things that you, that you feel you, uh, need to see or would want to see in, in them getting those six out of eight. Josh Bailey going on a hot streak very critical for this team. Um, Palmieri just, well, sorry, Parise, you know, he, like we said, he's been playing hard. Just keep up that level of play, man. You know, I don't know result in offense, but let me stop you there. That, I'd rather have that playmaker on the ice than as stupid as it sounds, you know, make, make it happen as opposed to, you know, because you need those guys. You need the guys to set up things. So if he does that, then that's fine by me. And your third? Uh, just a continued flourishing of Wallstrom. Mm-hmm. You know, just have him keep going. Lee, 3B would be Lee just continuing to, you know, I need to see that he needs to just keep keep rolling too. I So it, since you mentioned, I, 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 uh, I was interrupted you, but I was like, you know what? I feel like I'm interrupted plenty and I want to be like, so, so with Parise, I, I read everything, but one thing I wanted to like, as you were talking about it with Parise and describing in which I, I agree with your description of his play. My feeling about the Islanders season is, it's kind of, I think like defined by how I feel about Zach Parise this season, which is that like, uh, I know they tried it's clear that they tried, but like, oh, fuck, this is just not what I thought it was going to be. You know, like th- that, that is how, because Parise has busted his ass every time, mm-hmm. every shift, no matter what area of the ice it's in. I see he's, he's fucking like, to me, one, and like, maybe it could be an eye test thing. Like, but to me, it feels like, even when he's lost board battles, it doesn't feel the same way that I feel when Kyle Palmieri loses board battles. And maybe some of that is salary expectate, like salary and expectations in like career trajectories. But like Parise seems like he's always on the puck. He's always in on the forecheck. He, he at least gets the puck pinned to the boards. He usually, I, I feel like he's pretty decent at, at like at least tying up like board battles he gets chances and Palmieri's gotten chances too, but like Parise, man, it, it, he's just, I think 
it's so it's so frustrating that he hasn't like uh he hasn't scored a goal yet and it just feels like if he so i guess maybe wow a little transition now to me um oh no yeah that's that's what was you damn it you're zach priest you i was gonna do a transition but i was like oh wait i'm doing a transition pivoting from he'll be rewarded if he keeps that up i think whose role is he replacing uncle leo so he's already well not i try the just okay you know side note or just uh, adding back where we maybe back in time where we should have said it a trots thing very minute but Golishev not getting played was such a mistake to me because Golishev maybe if he proved himself at the NHL level um, could have stayed up or at the very least you give him a like handshake agreement. One of the, the famous Lou contracts in the drawers and like you're the third line left wing next year. You know what I mean? Like he seemed to like him in the preseason. I don't know what happened, but trots, you know, trots wasn't happy, but um I think Parise winning, uh, Parise getting a goal would would just. I feel like the team would be so stoked, the fan base would be like that. Like we, I think everybody in Islanders uh, in Isles Nation would be mm-hmm. uh, really excited about that, and I think that would make a lot of guys loosen up, and some guys that I think need to loosen up. Um, I mean, obviously, again, Kyle Palmieri because he. It's one of those things. He's he's hit a decent amount of posts, not a crazy amount. I think I think the people that are, that that try to paint uh, an overly rosy picture of the Islanders are like, oh, he's he's just snake bitten. To me, snake bitten is like a guy that hits the post every fucking game or something. Like that's snake bitten to me. Yeah, Kyle Palmieri has had plenty of games where like he was in the area but like shot it, kept shooting it wide. That's not snake bitten. That's like. You're not, not playing good. <laughs> not playing well, dude. Like that's it. Um, and uh, it just feels like that. That's a guy that, like, if if he could get a goal, and yo, let me t- what if 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 like Palmieri had a big game against the Devils at yeah. UBS, and like you know he's the hometown guy, so I'm sure he'll have family that like all that. I'm sure his family's always at the, all these fucking games. Um, yeah, that, I think that's the connection too that people want to see. Like, there's an established connection in Islanders lore with his. I, I'd I'd love to see Kyle Palmieri. Like the the Long Island, we haven't gotten the Long Island guy. Um, back on the HF boards days, we had fucking Commissar. We Commissar. Here's a trade proposal to get Commissar to the Islanders. Oh my god! Here's a trade proposal to get Chris Higgins to the Islanders. <laughs> I remember being bombed when the 2013 aisles and like seeing like, Oh, if the defense can tighten up a little bit, I think they can get, I think they have enough scoring like, and being, remember the, bombed. Remember the Christian Erhoff uh, saga. Yes. I remember that clamoring for him and every, like, he's not a Long Island boy, obviously. He's well, a, but the, the Long Island boy that I was, he's America, he's America, Germany guy. Uh, uh, but yeah, Sc- no. Scuderi. What, what when they missed oh, out Scuderi on Scuderi on the Penguins? Yeah, and I was like, oh man, if this team, if they just just I remember getting like, like we finally got the Long Island boy, and uh, and it's just like, come on, man, I'm sure I relate to you on nothing at all in reality, aside from literally being like uh, having association with Long Island. And the Islanders currently, because you play for them, 
you really killed the one thing that I thought we were going to vibe on. And uh, well, dude, we can't forget about upstate New York legend, Rob shrimp. (sighs) Jesus. If, (laughs) you know, to me, if if Palmieri, if Palmieri can, can, uh, can get something going, I think that'd be huge. Another guy, it's a guy you mentioned earlier as a, a measuring stick for how we're evaluating bellows which is weird because I don't know how to measure this guy, which is uh, the, the bone man himself, Anthony Beauvillier. Um, oh yeah. Him too. He needs to stop being fucking dead. <laughs> it's just, it's, it, well, it's, it's frustrating. What's interesting. So, and, and I mean, if we're, we're going to, this has become a little bit of an aisles discourse of meta discourse about the discourse type pod, but whatever, no one's paying us to record this. So we do what we want. Um, but, uh, on the, uh, Arthur staple now, now, uh, has, has been, um, taken over by Kevin Kurz as the athletics dedicated Isles beat writer, but Arthur staple still is going to be covering the Isles occasionally. And he, he still has the podcast, which he hasn't indicated is going to go away. His guest co-host for December is Scott Gordon. And, and Scott Gordon talked about how um, Anthony, like when he, when, when Staple kind of was like throwing some players at, he, Gordon was actually very, very complimentary of, of Beauvillier's play. And he talked about how, when he was an assistant coach, I think at, uh, in Philly, you know, seeing, you know, being uh, taken, you know, or being a fan of his play and, uh, and watching him closely, like in, in, in preparation for the pod, he was like, you know, I think he's what's great about him is he, he's, he's always going and he's he, he the, what's great. about he doesn't cheat at all because sometimes he's, you know, when you have a lot of injuries and you, you have these losing streaks and this, this, that you, 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 the guys that are regulars, they cheat a little bit. And and uh, he was very flattering and it was a bit it was very much a keep this up and the goals will come but we're past the goals will come. The goals need to have happened about like four or five games ago. Right. And that's the thing. Like there's no prove it to me moment with Anthony Bolivier anymore. He did that in game seven of the Eastern conference. You know, we you know mean, who we can be. There's no, you mean game six, a, game six. I'm sorry. Yes. It's not, uh, it's not a uh, prove it to me situation. Like we have a key for bellows. We know the player that Anthony Bolivier is. He is uh he, you know, he is the type of player on a Stanley Cup team that, like, wow, we had this guy on our second line. Like, he makes things fucking happen. I, okay, what you just said there is what what Gordon said is something I can see because I don't think I think Bavili has been a solid guy, but like, that's not like we said that like we said that's not I think that's not good enough for how protect the fact that he wasn't traded this offseason means the Islanders expect him to be a certain player, and I don't think he's the player. I don't think he's played at a level, even with his age, that warrants, uh, like you know, being for a, him to protect, for him to be untouchable. Oh no, certainly. I think we had this conversation the other day. If if I see one player being traded, it's probably him. Unfortunately, he has but, the right. You know, make, it's like he, if we want to make the right, all these moves and we want to make a trade dead, trade deadline, another one this year. They can't. They can't happen. Like they, they can't trade any of the players they have that are under like twenty five. They can't. They cannot trade unless they get the number one draft pick. 
this year, which is something I, I, I posited or I, I hinted I was going to have a, I'll get to that at the end, but they get the number one draft pick this year. Things could get very interesting in Islander land. Would you trade it? No, which, which gets even more interesting. Yeah, I was thinking about, I was about to say, like, you know, Shane, you know, Shane, right? What's like the worst thing that happens this season is like, yeah, we get a good draft pick because we don't, we need it, honestly. <laughs> like, well, it sucks to have that conversation, but Pete, Pete Judge, hockey scout, fan of the pod, friend of the pod, member of the 300 IQ militia. Um, he said that this was a good year to tank. Like, he said, if, if it, if it, if it comes to that, like, this is a good year to be bad. And, uh, and to me, it's one of the things to me, if the Islanders get the number one draft pick, it, it, th- this is the type of draft where that, that makes things interesting in Islander land. And I'll leave it, I'll leave it at, at, at that for now. But, but, but uh, when it comes to Beauvillier, Beauvillier is a guy that I think like, okay, if they did, if they did get the number one, if they got the number one draft pick, Beauvillier is somebody you can considering, consider moving for something. Um, and, uh, but like Beauvillier to me is a guy I never know. I, I, I've mentioned on the pod before. I never know. Beauvillier in game six, the skill that it took to get that shot from where it was, like basically at his feet, the, yeah. ele- the elevation that he got on it is like one of the, and I've watched that, that fucking goal so many times that I'm pulling it up right now and you got to see it live so like i yeah, i can't I, I was on the back end of the ice so i didn't really even get to see like it just seemed like he just like turned around and just flung it up it was a very look at the flick of the wrist situation um but he has goals like that but then he has these periods where he's absolutely just absolute non like non-productive forward for like two or three weeks, which gets to me where it's like, okay, is this guy just, is he just a beast third liner? Like okay, Jay, yeah, he absolutely, like, let's, we forgot to mention about that part about his OT goal is that he just absolutely robbed the lightning and just took it. And he was a man about it. You know, he just like, this is mine. We're going to fucking win this game. That's well, what yeah, I love about he, it. he intercepted it. And what I liked, he had the presence of mind to know, like, okay, I'm just going to go for it. You know? It's overtime. I literally have nobody within a, a stick yeah. check length of me where I am. I just need to shoot it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that that shot went where it, it, it like, it like it's, it gets off so fast and so high. Like that Anthony Beauvillier to me is a guy that at his current contract is a steal. That guy, you get that guy for 25 to 30 goals. That guy's a steal. But that guy at his current contract and he gets 15 goals. I don't know. Or because he's not that guy. If if he's the guy that he is this year, we're like, maybe and maybe he gets hot. And and to me, it's like, I don't know. I think I'm just so tired of these maybe they get hot players. That's our team, man. Maybe they get hot. Maybe we go on an eleven game losing streak. Okay. If that's the case, then then that is. But also, his contract screams to me like Lou, in the back of the noggin, is is preparing like, if I got to move somebody, you know, 
To me, I mean, he because he has a, a fair contract. Like his contract is like perfectly fine. His contract sets him up to be the type of type of person where there's a team that you know, like we were with Palmieri last year. They need a an added piece. It might be him. But the good news is that this team is too good to like to be that detrimental to to get to even having the conversation about the number one pick. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I, I the uh, fact that we're going to have to move pieces because the good news is that we're pretty much set in terms of contracts for the next two seasons. We don't really have to worry about anybody. You know, my, we're going to have, we're going to have to mix and match on the, def- on the defense for the next season or two, but at least we have two anchors that we can not worry about for the next eight years. My, 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 and my final uh, turnaround person, um, I mean, he, he played well tonight, but like for we've, a lot of what we talked about tonight was like, okay, contracts and, and like what these things are supposed to mean. Mm-hmm. Anders Lee has to keep the, he has yeah. to keep, he has to keep, he is the pedal um, or, or, or he, he is the heart of this team. Like very clearly. Uh, I mean, I mean, legitimately they've played better since he came back in the lineup that is both okay. That's literally another NHL player that's back in the lineup. There's a homegrown guy that you know. I don't, you know. Not it many, just like Adam Fox ex- excluded. Like to have a, a, an NCAA guy come up like that, I think you know. Like there was a guy that was given a chance, score scored a goal in his first game. You know, I just I just feel like if he if he can. If he can keep scoring, one, I mean, look, they need guys to score. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the manner that he gets goals where he's just the front of the net guy. And look what happened on the on the shot, the the backboard shot that bounced off and uh Barzell just had the sense to knock it over to him and Lee banged it in. That's what we were missing from the playoffs last year. We missed we missed that front of the pre- uh, front of the net presence. I, I cost think us, cost us some games. And I, and I think, I think, you know, he, you know, him, him in particular getting hot now, I think would be so good. Cause I, I just feel like that's a lot. The, that's the man to rally around. It just, it seems like the, you know, I Barzal was quoted as saying, um, morale's not, you know, morale's pretty high here. It's not as low as you guys. It, mm-hmm. It's, it's not what you guys would think on one hand, I think, that might be true, but I also think it's possible that's only true with a caveat. The true kayfabe. True insofar as how much uh like hockey players and like professional athletes lie to themselves about how much like nerves they're experiencing. Yeah, and it's also easy to succumb to the Islanders. Or just hubris. Just like, or, 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 or just listen, like guys. Or, or, or just yeah, gonna happen. Relax. Just, bl- <laughs> just blind, just blind hubris that like, no, I'm great. And like I, again, we mentioned another another callback. Ryan Suter, Ryan Suter didn't think he was bought out. Zach Parise got bought out. Calls Ryan Suter, and then he's getting a call from from Bill Guerin as he's on the phone. With Zach Parise doesn't answer it, and then like just says like, "Huh, that was weird." That that Bill Guerin called me right after buying out Zach Parise, and then when he calls Bill Guerin back is shocked to find out that he was bought out too. Like it never crossed his mind because I think these athletes legitimately sometimes like just don't, 
don't like they, they buy their own hype so much. And why wouldn't they? They got to the they got to the pros that they got to the highest level of the thing that they do. So like, they're not going to get down on themselves. Uh, but I, it, it, especially in hockey too, you know, there's a certain, I guess it's hubris, but you need, you almost need that, you know, because you could be replaced so easily. Um, you know, these are guys that woke up at four o'clock every morning to go practice. And that's why some of them are just, you know, they talk like this and there's, not much for the NHL to build off of because they <laughs> they like to go grocery shopping as their main hobby. I uh, you know? yeah, too, that too. It's just like dude, we we, we can't even get it. We can't even get into that 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 reference that you're making. Uh, <laughs> I've deliberately left Matt Barzell uh, off of the centerpiece of this conversation because I think I might save that for the next episode just because I I have some thoughts on him that yeah I keep it in the pocket. That brings I, I some know, smoke. Exactly what we were talking about. Yeah, no, let's keep it in the pocket. That brings some smoke. Uh, and 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 if I want the smoke, I want to have the smoke with Mike because I think we we'd possibly get into an actual fight on the <laughs> pod. Um, but look, I, I think um, you know, look, we've had a, a just a fun look. Islanders haven't played in a while. This was a bit structureless, but you know what? So is Islander existence. For this entire fucking horrible, horrible uh, past month of uh, the politics of uh, Gary Bettman um, trying to screw over the Islanders. But uh, Ryan, you know, uh, thank you so much for for, uh, you know, some guys, some guys, they just they're they're just not. I just can't trust them to be in the lineup right now. But but you you know, you're so reliable and I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens this off season, but, uh, um, Ryan, where can, where can people, uh, find you and, uh, and, and your main, your main masterpiece? Uh, you guys can fo- uh, follow me on Twitter at Doyle rules with the Z. Of course, check me out on filthy FN casuals on Twitter as well. Uh, we'll be recording a new episode finally after some hiatus here and there. Well-deserved. Damien's in school. I'm currently uh, experiencing a new promotion at my job. Uh, yeah, if you want to hear my musings about wrestling in the current state, it's in uh, the future of everything to come. Uh, we riff about that. We're also going to be doing a deep dive on uh, Dynamite Kid coming up too. So get ready for our musings about that psychopath. So that should be good. Uh, but yeah, you know, I like to have fun online. So come hang if you want. Uh, stay for the stay for the uh, soprano memes. Come for the hockey and wrestling. It's it's a great it's a great pod. Um, I I listen to it, and for the 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 wrestling that I miss, I take it as a as a uh, oh that's what's happened there. I, I trust it. I, I trust it as a, a good guidepost for anything I miss and also a litmus test for the things I think I'm seeing in wrestling. And if you don't watch wrestling, uh, grow up, uh, be an adult, watch wrestling. It's, uh, yeah, if you're going to start at the time, might as well be now, you know, a, a, and, and also I think, I think it's a good time for you guys to take a hiatus, uh, just because I think it's wrestling kind of like the Islanders. Like, I don't know, 
what to say much about it. I, for, unless nobody you just cares do, about December hockey, you know, like nobody cares about December wrestling, you know, it's, it, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's clearly a, a setting the, the table, although AEW has been good. So if you're, uh, if you somehow, if you're one of the maybe 15 people still listening to this point in the podcast, uh, you know, um, I respect you and I don't respect anybody else. Uh, uh, honestly, the people that, that gave up before they listened to this, I, I, you sicken me uh, because I, I think that, that you don't actually care about the things that, I, I, that we do here. I think you just have some vague aesthetic understanding of who you were trying to project yourself to be. Um, but, uh, also, I want to give a shout out to, uh, to, you know, to Mike on, on his uh, awesome trek throughout the country, drinking energy drinks left and right. Hopefully we will, I will be able to come on this podcast and he will be there instead of me just uh, being a scab coming in. Well, well, <laughs> I, I, I want to have a, pro, I want to have a, 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 a real uh, tag team situation where we have Mike and we have Damien on and it's yeah. just, uh, well, you and guys may- are always welcome. There's always an open, uh, well, and may- maybe the door is always open for you guys to break down. Maybe we can make that the first wire episode. Cause let me tell you, if the Islanders don't get six out of eight points in the next four games, uh, the first I'm episode coming back on to complain, baby, <laughs> the first episode of January is going to, we're going to have a, a portion of the wire. Cause I've never seen it. It seems like something I'd love and it's going to be a half Islanders half, uh, the wire watch through dude, for, for the rest dude, of the season. You never watched the wire, man. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. You're in for a treat. So yeah. If the Islanders don't get six out of eight points in the next, uh, four games, um, you're becoming a wire puck. This is, this is going to become a podcast that will dedicate, um, at least I would say like 15 minutes, uh, an episode to, me watching the wire for the first time and giving, giving some thoughts on where I think it's going. Um, But, but yet, you know, if if we get to that point, hopefully we don't get there. Hopefully we get six out of eight points because um, you know, I I want the Islanders. I have a lot riding uh, on the Islanders winning the Stanley cup uh, this year, uh, emotionally um, toxicology wise. And, um, and, uh, you know, but if they don't, this might become the through the wire uh, pod, the through the Wirelander podcast. Ooh, there you go. Uh, it rolls on the tongue funny. real, real well. Got it. Didn't get all of it. Um, but, uh, you know, for now, this has been the 32nd episode. This has been 32nd thought, 32nd thought uh, podcast um, through the island. Doyle. Filthy fucking casuals. Wow. You did it. You see? <laughs> yeah. I'll have uh, to pay your FFC fine then. You know what? Yeah, but it's uh let's go Islanders. Uh, uh unbeaten in four games. With let's get every it. precious yeah. failure. An amateur cartography.